0: Welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast This is a comic podcast about comic books for Wednesday, December 21st, Christmas Eve, 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 Eve
1: Eve, 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 the way too much, too much. That's too much, I think. All right, okay. Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. Ah, that's, I, that's all right for right. <laughs> <I'm pretty> sure. <laughs> all right, my name is Chris. I'm joined by my co-host Daniel. Yes, I welcome everyone to the podcast. Thank you for joining us here at Reader Copy. I'm still trying to figure out what day it is, what the heck day it is, but uh thanks so much for joining us.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, four
1: days of shopping left. Yeah, we are pretty behind on Christmas shopping, aren't we? We talked about this last week. Yeah, I didn't do anything since last week. (laughs) I feel bad. I didn't. I'm looking through Amazon and everything. Cannot find exactly. what If you order
0: now, it's not gonna get here in time.
1: That's true. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I'm just like looking through there, looking for what can I buy in
0: store. You know what I did do? Is I bought more stuff for me. Oh. i'm
1: gonna treat treat myself right treat yourself
0: yeah i I got i got gifts already for yourself is what you're saying well we had like an office christmas um dinner
1: oh yeah how was that we did a gift exchange
0: it was fun uh we do this thing where kind of like it's like a secret santa you just buy a gift I get, um, it's like a $20 limit, but you don't know who's going to get it. Yeah. And then um, we did this last year when we did it again this year where we play this video on YouTube that oh. it, it tells like a story and within the story it says like left or right and then you kind of just rotate and then tell the stories, then and you get the gift that's in front of you.
1: Okay. That sounds kind of fun, but also like middle-aged women play this kind of game.
0: That's why I played it. <laughs> well,
1: that's fun. What'd you get? What'd you win? What was the, the prize? What was the gift? Really? I
0: got, um, so I got a card gift game. Oh, okay. And I don't know what it's called. I think it's kind of like, almost like a Cards Against Humanity, I think because, like, I looked at the cards and they have, like, funny scenarios and stuff. And is that your type of
1: game? Uh, this could be. I didn't get a chance to play it yet, but I mean, Cards Against Humanity itself, I don't really like. Why is that? I, I know you've complained about it in the past. Because
0: it's um, it's just these silly, sometimes raunchy scenarios.
1: Yeah, that's the point.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't need cards to come up with those. <laughs> okay. I do myself. That game is for people that are not funny. That, All right. That, that don't... Not creative enough. Can they come up with it on their own? <laughs> like They don't think about these things. I think about these things all the time, so
1: it's easy for me. you. Should write the cards yourself. Give me a blank cards, and I'll play I'll just join in a game. You should uh, you should just read it off like like when you get a card, right? Yeah. Read it up, but just make it up. It's not what it says on the card at all. I could uh think of ten times
0: worse things. That's what's on those cards. Think,
1: yeah, <laughs> get in trouble at an office party. Yeah, I
0: I easily would get uh kicked out, get booted out. Yeah. you ruined Christmas. <laughs> This one, though, I think it's less raunchy and more silly.
1: Okay. Because
0: there's, like, cartoons on the cards. Like, could kids play it, maybe? Maybe. And maybe there's, like, different levels because I think the cards are separated. So I'm, I'm not sure. I don't even know if it plays exactly the same. But uh, I'm glad. I like card games. I like board games.
1: That's what I was thinking. It's a perfect match. That's like one of your hobbies, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I'm still playing that mobile card game that
1: I really like. So. What was it called? Marvel. Snap. Snap. Okay. Yeah. Is it? Are you still playing it? Are you addicted to it still?
0: Yeah. Like I, I want to unlock everything.
1: Okay. You're going to 100% a completest it. Well, you can't because I keep adding stuff like every week. Oh, that's fun. Those are fun where it's like a, a living game. Yeah. Okay. How about are, you? I've been playing uh, Vampire Survivors on my phone a bit. That so- That's like a game where like a bunch of like zo- uh, zo- zombies vampires try to attack you they hone in on you from like a top-down view it's very bad graphics it's just like running away it's running away from like just them holding from you from from all different directions right and like okay. you also shoot up like uh you whip or you have like throwing knives or whatever and you just slowly collect these items that you're fighting them off with
0: and that's addicting
1: yeah it's pretty dang addicting it's the ugliest game ever but. Okay. <laughs> Uh, as a phone game, it's it's got my attention. Hmm. I can get locked in there. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Updates. Other updates in my life. Uh, I got a, a new job since the last time we recorded. Okay. Where are you working now? Well, I, I don't want to reveal where I'm working, but it's a just a better situation for me. You know. It's um, top secret. Top secret. Okay. Uh, undercover. The FBI. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but I'm pretty happy <laughs> it's about Jason Bourne. It. <laughs> Um I'm I I've been working from home for the last like what two years, like uh for a long time. I never yeah. was a fan of it. You know, a lot of people were like, Oh, fine, like could just be at home and uh, watch movies or TV really? while I'm working. Ne-
0: never a fan of it.
1: Oh, no. I was a fan of it like the first two weeks. Like, yeah, okay. this is obviously super sweet. Like I was, when that first went down, I was like, I'm trying to go home. Like I'm yeah. trying to just hang out. Yeah. But after a while, it gets freaking boring for me personally. Really? Yeah.
0: Because I can see there's definitely advantages.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The travel time, commuting, like that's, that's a new thing with this new job. I have to commute. I don't have to, but I like going in. So I'm commuting morning and, you know.
0: I've noticed now that you're getting back pretty late. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm usually the one that gets in home late. Yeah, well. and you're getting in like after
1: me now. Yeah, I'm, that's fine with me. So yeah.
0: that means for me, I'm like, man, you're. I would like to
1: work at home. I know. <laughs> I you never do. did. I, it sounds like your type of style. Yeah, and you also wake up like three hours after I leave. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have to leave early. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I've been enjoying it so far. Not three hours? Two? No,
0: it's. Not, I'm. I'm awake when you leave. It's just you. I'm not doing stuff yet.
1: Okay, well, I didn't know that. Okay, I'm not, uh, I don't hear you at all, but uh, yeah, that, that's that's the update in my life.
0: Well, what? So, like, you're going to the office now. Yeah. Uh, and how's,
1: like, the coworkers? Like, because this is brand new people. So, these are brand new people. The crazy thing is, these people have never existed before. Everyone is still remote, also. Everyone else? <laughs> what? So, the so thing, literally, you're still alone. I think so. There's just me and my boss, really, in this gigantic office. Okay. But the thing is, uh, like, in January, they're going to make people come back at least one or two days out of the week. We'll have to be in there the same day. So it's gonna that's gonna So change. you can work from home. I can work from home um right now, yeah. I could. But I wanna go in. All right. That seems so not my choice. I know. I know.
0: We're different people. I've never you. had to work from home, even
1: during COVID. Did you ever get to?
0: Huh? No. Yeah. During COVID, um, I was in a job that you still needed to go in. Yeah. Um, so I never got to enjoy that part. Uh, I understand with people like it's hard for some people like you have kids. Or yeah, for sure. You don't have space to set up a desk or stuff like that.
1: People with kids actually liked it at first because it's like, oh, I don't have to pay for babysitting if they're really young or something like that. It's sure. Like going to school. Then it's that's yeah, if that's, you're that's annoying school,
0: as hell. Imagine if your kid is in like third or fourth
1: grade. Oh man, yeah, that's that's horrible. Yeah. They're I, I would be like,
0: they're not learning anything for the next two
1: years. Yeah.
0: Just <laughs> just get smart on your own. <laughs> You'll get it. But I wish I at least a little bit could Portion. work at home. Yeah. Um, because like one, like travel, like you said. Uh when COVID first hit, even though I didn't work from home, I saved a lot of money because um restaurants were not open for
1: Oh yeah, You all? told me about that.
0: So I never went out to eat. I would just either bring something or just wait till I got home to eat. Groceries, yeah. Yeah. I saved so much money. I like, know. Unbelievable. Like a year's worth of doing
1: that, I bought a new car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> saved so much money. I was like, I was so well, amazed. What were you buying? Were you getting like what? A Kobe beef for lunch? You're no, getting no. lobster? Uh, sometimes lobster. Yeah, every now and then. <laughs> Splurge.
0: Yeah, I... It's ridiculous how much eating out costs and you don't realize it because it's just a everyday thing. So even now I'm trying to eat out less. I'm trying to cook at home more, uh, which is still backfiring.
1: Why is that?
0: Because like I'll cook dinner at home to so say like, I'm not going to eat out uh, maybe for lunch, but not at home anymore. Not after work anymore.
1: Right. For dinner,
0: basically. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. I'm not going to eat out. Um, but then that my head, I mean, it's like, oh, I, I didn't eat out for dinner. I could spend a little bit more at lunch. Oh. And I, and I, uh, you have been doing that? i get things delivered like Grubhub or DoorDash, which is like <laughs> now it's
1: twice the cost. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I'm not saving anything. Jeez. Okay. Well, you got to balance that out or whatever. Yeah, I know. I, uh, I've, I'm at the point where I, cooking at home is actually more irritating. I'd rather just go out and get it. And I like to cook. It's worth it for me. No, it's I worth like the time, extra time.
0: I cook like once and then I have like dinner for like three days
1: yeah Uh. but then it's like the same dinner for three days that's boring too oh jeez. yeah but I'm I'm picky all right I, I like I enjoy cooking you do yeah you don't, it, it sounds
0: like you don't like cooking
1: no I like it when I'm in the mood but if it's like I have to cook then it's like annoying then it's like uh, and if I'm if it's a <laughs> habit of cooking oh. at home it's a chore you know and it kind of is a chore think about it <laughs> all right <laughs>
0: I always feel like food tastes better if I cooked it. Oh, really?
1: Oh, wow. I definitely Well, no, 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 no,
0: that's not true. If I go out to eat, yeah, that's better. But if someone else cooked it, like uh, at home? Yeah. No, I could
1: cook it better. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Professional
0: chefs can cook better than
1: me, but not other people. You make you make better home cooking than other people. So you're saying, yeah. You if might a, as well be a professional.
0: If a chef. real chef went to their house and cooked, I could cook better than that one. But if at their <laughs> at their
1: job, no, they cook better than me. If they had a professional kitchen and all that, yeah. All right. Once we're on even playing fields, uh, I got them. We're <laughs> gonna Bobby Flay challenge them
0: in their own kitchen. Yes. Yeah, you know, only if it's uh, like his house. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Where he's, he's in clothes, you can sabotage him. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if there's no cameras around, I uh, got it. you going to sneak in some extra sugar or whatever? All right. I see you. Uh,
0: I, I'm i going to try to cook something for Christmas, like our Christmas family thing. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: But um, I, I don't know. I want to, but I don't know what I'm going to make. So I'm probably not going to make it. Anymore. I've been thinking about that. We're grown adults now. Maybe it's time to bring food to the family yeah, parties. yeah. I'm still like no, I'm not gonna do it yet. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's not worth the the impressing the relatives thing. No, I'm good. Yeah, we're o- not the oldest, oldest generation. Yet. That's that's true. <laughs> they they can still cook. i good. Oh, good. <laughs> All right, why don't you explain how the show works while I think about what I'm gonna bring for Christmas? Sounds good. Here at Reader Copy Podcast, first up, we'll run down the comic book news. In the middle, we'll talk about a comic book, and it's Christmas time, so we're gonna do a comic book called Claws. At the end, we'll talk about our uh, side stories we've been watching, reading the entertainment our eyeballs have met this week
0: lumpia do you know what lumpia I, do i know
1: what lumpia yeah, is i
0: think I, w- I was gonna try to like switch that up and make that for christmas like change the filling with something else
1: like um candy cane or something like that like, yeah. yeah okay mm.
0: did you know someone is killing the justice league <laughs> what are you what there's a super villain his name is gun Ooh, and he's one at a time, killing off the Justice League. <laughs> Damn, one by one.
1: Wow. <laughs> better than Lex Luthor, better than right? the Joker. He's the biggest villain of all. Wow.
0: He took down Wonder Woman already. Yeah. That's, we're never going to see her
1: again. <laughs> He's He took down uh, Aquaman. He's trying to t- change him to a different person, <laughs> an alien even. Luckily, Superman's back for about uh, two months. Yeah, he came back to life, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but it's official. Henry Cavill even wrote like a message online. He's no longer Superman.
1: A letter to the fans. They ripped that S off of him. Ooh, wow. Heartbreaking. We're going to give it to someone else. We're going to give it to James Gunn. <laughs> You're going to be a regular-ass person now, just taking away his powers. (laughs) Which, deep down
0: inside, I think that's what Clark Kent always wanted.
1: Mm, To be a regular person? (laughs) You're finally getting your wish, Henry Cavill. You can be American now. Yeah, go build a PC.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We don't want to hear you crying about it. No, it's kind of sad. Dang. It's sad because they just brought him back.
1: That's the thing. Yeah. You're playing with his emotions is what you're doing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I understand... It wasn't James Gunn and Peter (laughs) Sanfran's decision to even bring him back. Yeah. And since then, now they're in charge. And unfortunately, it's just the worst timing that they want to clean slate the DC lineup, and that means uh, Henry Cavill's not coming back.
1: Uh, James Gunn online, he said, like, Superman, he's like our biggest priority. Yeah. So it sounds like the whole vibe they want to do is a younger Tay Gun Superman, his, I guess, origin story, or at least young part of his whole lifespan. So yeah. Henry Cavill doesn't fit for that right now.
0: No, which is weird because um, Man of Steel is not that long ago, and that was an origin.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I guess... Superman when do you think Superman becomes Superman in your head canon
1: what age is he oh what age um so he comes back to uh, Smallville and becomes like you know a writer or whatever and fakes the whole Superman thing he went to college possibly so like maybe 25 after getting some years from journalism somewhere else
0: okay so that's when he becomes 25
1: 25. yeah he comes back to Smallville and he's like I'm also gonna be a Superman I think he left for like to go uh, study in school and then did some years in journalism somewhere else to learn the world, you know?
0: Okay, so he was out of not even, he wasn't even in America.
1: Maybe. He, he might have just been in like other parts of the country. Okay,
0: and then he comes back after growing. That's in my head, Ken, yeah. 25, and then he's like, I'm, now I'll be a superhero. Yeah. Okay. Katie Cavill was not 25 when he... <laughs> past 30? Yeah, I think he was past 30. He might have been past 35.
1: But it's also movie stuff, so those the actors are older than Typically, the character that they're playing. Sure, okay. It's just how it goes.
0: So I think that is what you're thinking is closer to what James Gunn wants.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the right way to do it.
0: Now, um, Batman, the Matt Reeves, the Batman, how old do you think
1: that Bruce Wayne was? When he started? Like, oh, for the Batman.
0: Because like, I think they say he's been Batman for two years there. So whatever he is in the movie, he started two years before that. How old do you think
1: that was? Do you think that was 25? I bet about, about the same age. could range from 20, yeah, 24 to like 28, something around there okay that's my guess i'm just yeah you know, so, yeah
0: i i if that's what they want which i know that's what they want to do because you'll have more years with that actor yeah playing that character. they're building
1: a world yeah uh
0: i'd say just put in the matt reeves world just connect it yeah it, the, the worlds don't have to look the same like you know, Superman's not in Gotham City. You're saying different city. Yeah. So totally it's like different one look. city over. Okay. And it's a totally different. Look. It's warm. It's not raining. Yeah, it's daylight all the time. Not even one alleyway. No It's clean
1: Yeah Super border There's a borderline Where it just goes like Dirty grimy To like pristine Superman just pushes All of the criminals Out to Gotham <laughs> That's how he saves the day Yeah Super fast Nobody notices
0: So yeah I, They want to do Because they want to do Superman And they got rid of Wonder Woman they're gonna to want to do a whole new Justice League, a whole new universe, really, right? Yeah. Um, so that means Aquaman, Flash. They're done after their movies come out, probably. There's a petition online that's like, don't even release the Flash.
1: Well, yeah, I wouldn't suggest that. I think just because it sounds like it's a good movie, and yeah. we already know what the deal is—that they're gonna start fresh—which yeah. I'm pretty happy about. Like, I feel bad for Henry Cavill, but I, that's my what I would have done, right? Is restart. With the Flash thing, just put it out. I mean, we get the deal. Do
0: you need an in-movie reason why everything restarts? Or do you just not even mention it?
1: I think think that is in the movie, that things are going to restart because they had plans for the Flash to restart stuff. You think so? I think it is. Okay. But have it as if it's like that's the end of the thing and don't even connect it to the next world like it doesn't have to be a reason for the next world next dc Mm. universe okay but uh, don't change the story if that's gonna mess up the movie yeah all right that's my thinking and we don't need to see the blue beetle movie it's fine (laughs) well really it's just like all these other movies they're they're not that big of a deal to me now that we're gonna get a fresh new world yeah, but I, maybe I guess that's maybe out.
0: Blue Beetle is not in the Snyderverse.
1: You think what you think is the next one, or it's just a random movie? It could be the next one, or its own separate thing. I always thought it was. I just always imagine it's in the DC extended universe, Snyderverse.
0: Yeah, because I feel like anything that's not the Batman or the Joker
1: is right. Yeah, the ones that are not getting that special treatment. Yeah, the um, you know, uh, heavily regarded directors or whatever. Yeah, or feels like very different. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, so. Now that they're redoing everything, I heard they even sat down with Ben Affleck because they sat down with Henry Cavill and told him like, you know, thanks, but we don't need you anymore. That's true. Uh, they sat down with Ben Affleck and I, I think what they want because they they still want good relationships with these actors uh, I think they want to find a
1: role for Henry Cavill in the new DC universe yeah I heard some rumors about that
0: they want Ben Affleck to direct some stuff in the new DC universe and we know what was it Momoa
1: wants to play a different character and... I guess oh so, yeah people are so uh, against him playing Lobo it makes sense now if we're gonna restart from fresh yeah,
0: If if it doesn't matter if if Aquaman has no future why not just hire him to play something else that's what how I always imagined it. So, how,
1: who would you want
0: Henry Cavill to play in a new DC
1: role? I've heard um, some rumors about him possibly playing the Beyonder, just because he kind of looks like so the that's, drawing. That's Marvel. I don't. I don't know what 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 DC characters are there even. That I don't even know.
0: Um, what is something totally different than Superman? Like, would you want him to play a villain? Bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I think mean, that's the right move. What about a villain? Like could he play like uh what's a big villain?
1: Dark side. <laughs> dark side. <laughs> well the um what's the uh is it called like the anti monitor? Yeah. He can maybe do he, he doesn't have that booming of a voice really. You need a booming voice like a Steppenwolf mm. or whatever, or the dark side guy, you know? And yeah. if it's just a voice, it's not even that impressive.
0: Man, since he was Winter... <laughs> <laughs> Since he's not... I wish they'd cut him off way long time ago, and he could have been a better uh, Hercules for the
1: MCU. Okay, for the MCU. Yeah, that, I like that idea. When we uh, get rumors that Hercules is returning, or entering the MCU, rather. Yeah, I kind of don't like who they picked, but... He's just a guy. I mean, he was in a soccer um, thing. He doesn't look thing. like a Hercules. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I... The DC
0: universe now, like, people are complaining that, uh, all oh, they're, I, I don't know why, like, they wanted something better. So now they're trying to make something better. And now they're complaining that they're getting rid of stuff.
1: Is it getting rid of, uh, Henry Cavill and all this stuff? Yeah. I've been boining for this since I've seen the bad movies. Oh, wow. Movies. Uh, they keep restarting stuff and whatever, but you got to start somewhere.
0: How long do you think until we see the actual, the new DC?
1: What do you think you call it? Oh, what do you call it? Do you just say this is the new DC universe or? The new 52? The new- <laughs> yeah. Uh, new New DC sounds pretty good, but um, I'm not sure. Just DCU, make it simple. It's called a DCEU, so just drop the E and shorten it down.
0: Yeah. Um, there was a thing like people wanted to end the Snyderverse with a Kingdom Come style movie.
1: Oh, because they're getting older now,
0: yeah. But I mean, they're not gonna make a movie to like swan song these actors,
1: yeah. The uh, Kingdom Come is like it is the end of a story, but it's not a restart of a new world, yeah. It's kind of they're not
0: gonna spend money to just end cap something that they're getting rid of,
1: um, They'll just stop, <laughs> right? Yeah, Days of Future Past that's kind of like a future movie but it was still a continuation The middle of yeah, a story it connected thing. things yeah. right right so we don't need it we don't really don't need
0: it yeah this does feel like um, that like time period when we knew Disney was buying Fox but they're still making X-Men movies oh. it's like, yeah we don't really we have to make these movies we're trying to make them good but like we also don't want, don't care, don't don't make them, don't spend a whole lot of money on these, <laughs> don't put a lot of effort
1: into it. It's fine. Yeah, it's like New Mutants. It's like New Mutants, uh, Dark Phoenix. Right. Yeah, it's like the horizon. We can see it. Right, yeah,
0: we know something different's coming that's gonna change all these. But th- that's not to say like um, you can't enjoy the movies that are
1: coming. Right, I think Flash is gonna be fun. Yeah, I think that's kind of my mentality. Like Blue Beetle, I kind of it's kind of whatever now. It did always seem like a side thing that's gonna be fun if we have this whole moving universe. Mm-hmm. But now it's the end cap of something. That sounds wrong.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's the end cap of something. I I think uh, it's not in the Snyderverse. Okay. Yeah, it's my guess. And if it is the start of the new. One, like they bring him along into the new one. I think that's um possible. Like if it's successful and the fans like it they'll rope him in but if if it's like just okay then they don't need to I think it's like the balls in your court blue beetle
1: (laughs) your destiny is up to you you have to be good yeah (laughs) I mean uh, that's fine if it does turn out great I might eat my words but I don't want James Gunn and Peter Safran to be wishy-washy about this whole thing I want them to have it set in stone basically before we film anything I'm the boss here
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think they they said they're really close to revealing their actual game plan like how Marvel does they're like oh. hey we got these phases and we have these movies planned and these actors lined up I think they're uh, they said soon they're gonna reveal and fans will know you know what to expect uh, I I don't know when they would reveal that but um, I wonder if it's gonna be before the end of the
1: year Uh, I, it's a holiday time people are you know busy I think they're gonna save it for the new year everyone sure. has nothing going in the new year so that's when they'll have their attention yeah
0: I bet they'll do it like right before the next uh, Ant-Man movie oh because they it'd be like hey you guys are excited well we're gonna jump this
1: get your attention comic books are in the, yeah. the zeitgeist which and was, I think is in February okay okay yeah I think it if they're gonna really you know announce something yeah they could have their Superman casted by then like that's possible yeah. it sounds like it's such a big key player in it's a key player in any DC universe so oh for sure so I think they could yeah. have it casted by then
0: you think they have to have to start with that like the DCE you started with Superman, do you feel like he is always like the starting point for a DC franchise, like universe?
1: It just makes sense to me, um, and that's what I would do. I think Batman, yeah. he, he's a favorite character, but he's like, he, he's not the note you want to start off for a whole universe. He's going to kind of color the the um, vibe of all of the characters in a way. I really like Batman. Uh, Everyone does. (laughs)
0: Because another reason I like Batman is he's almost his own universe with all the bat characters and villains. Right. Just the Batman related stuff can compete with the rest of DC.
1: I think it does better, (laughs) right?
0: So like uh, maybe moving forward, there's the DC, new DC, right? And then the Matt Reeves can just keep expanding. You start getting Robins and Nightwings and and different villains. And they're almost like as big as each other. And then you get like a Bat Family versus Justice League something.
1: All of it. Okay. (laughs) The power balance is different there. As far as popularity, I get it. Yeah. But power balance.
0: I don't, I don't want to see... I think Batman took down the whole Justice League by himself once, so...
1: Well, yeah, if he had other people, he's babysitting also. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, speaking of Batman, feels like um, Michael Keaton was going to come back and be, like, prominent. Like, hey, this is our Batman moving forward. Ben Affleck is out. Michael Keaton's back in. And then it switched again with he- the cancellation of Batgirl. And then, like, I think I think um, Ben
1: Affleck's in Aquaman 2 as Batman again. I, I don't know which... I th- I think he's still in the Flash, right, Michael Keaton?
0: Yeah, I think he is, but maybe his role is less than we thought.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: but uh, I-, I liked bringing back Michael Keaton. I thought he was my let's see. I'll go Christian Bale number one. He's your favorite
1: Batman? <sighs> he's got my favorite movies. Is he your favorite Batman? That's a different question.
0: I just think like there's no perfect Batman. Like the perfect Batman was um, Kevin Conroy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I'll go Bale, Keaton, then Pattinson, and then whatever else.
1: <laughs> Pattinson starts to prove himself a bit. He's got one movie out, but um, you know he he, my- he's not a hero. Even he's like kind of like a yeah. downer. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like his um, Spotify playlist choices.
1: Oh, Nirvana, everything? (laughs) It's actually just one song.
0: Actually, I like Keaton's Spotify playlist. He has Prince on there.
1: Oh, he does, (laughs) right? Was it Party Man? Yeah.
0: Um, So I I think um, before James Gunn and San Fran, they had plans for Keaton to really come back and not just come back as cameos, but um, there was a, a canceled movie that Keaton was supposed to be like the star of and maybe expand his role as Batman like continuing on after him solidify it yeah Yeah.
1: make him a key character yeah
0: it might have been taking place in the future maybe it was um from a cartoon maybe then the, there's another guy that has like a cooler suit maybe
1: but, yeah uh it's not gonna happen so who cares shut up <laughs> so so the news is that they're the movie that was proposed to have michael keaton was a batman beyond movie and yeah. I, I was i'm like mixed emotions excited for something that's not gonna happen
0: <laughs> i think um okay so I'm not a fan of Batman Beyond, I never really
1: watched it, but I know of it, I've seen some of it. Yeah, the general idea of it, doesn't it sound cool? At least just the general premise of it, it's a younger Batman, he's got cooler future tech.
0: Sure, I guess. You know what I liked it? I liked it better when it was called Spider-Man 2099.
1: No, you don't actually, it's not as good (laughs) as Batman Beyond. What I do like is
0: the idea that Keen would play the older white-haired Bruce Wayne. But I don't know. Like I'm not a Batman Beyond was not during my childhood.
1: Okay, that that's way more uh, annoying to me. The fact that it's a Batman Beyond movie we're losing than Michael Keaton. Like that's bigger to me. Yeah, and it's it's
0: so tough. even if it wasn't Michael Keaton, you don't care. Like you just wanted a Batman Beyond movie.
1: Um, well, I didn't know it was even in the books. Like even an idea in their heads. Yeah. And now that I know that we're not gonna get it now, Michael-
0: <laughs> maybe it was an idea. They yeah. just went and said we're not gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> We had no pleasure to do it, but also we're not going to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Daniel. <laughs> Specifically? Uh, it, it's just a cool idea. It's a perfect thing. We're in the future now, it feels like. But then just to have it on top of that, yeah. um, a conversation between like old Michael Keaton. He's, he's got his old hound dog and he's teaching sure. Terry McGinnis how to be a, a Batman. It's pretty cool.
0: So I know it's not happening, but do you have an actor that you think could have portrayed this uh, Batman beyond. Does he just go by Batman in the show? He just
1: goes by Batman. Does he go by no. beyond? Um, <laughs> no. Um, I don't know. Do you have anyone I, 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 on perfect that's a good age? What, what age is that? Is he like college age or younger? About college age. Um, maybe older college age. If if Pattinson was younger, I think that he would have been a good Batman Beyond because he's a skinnier guy. He's not as built as a a Bruce Wayne. I mean, Keaton's not that buff. He was he was in the eighties when you know superheroes were not. All muscle.
0: Right. Man, Ben F. Like, I think he knew, like, I gotta put on hella muscle because I'm going up against uh, a real life Superman. <laughs> yeah,
1: Andrew Cavill. I mean, he would have been a, even a good old Batman to teach someone younger. It, t- it seemed sure. that at that age already, too.
0: Yeah. I feel like we're, we, if this happened, we would have had like every age of Batman at the same time. <laughs> the 10 year old in The Joker? Yeah. <laughs> because like the, the the boy right yeah. and the Joker Robert Pattinson's like uh, fresh new Batman and then Ben Affleck was like the almost like the Dark Knight Returns age Batman
1: yeah and, and then, then
0: Keaton would have been like the retired Batman the he, whole
1: lifespan yeah so literally you can get all these Batman against the Justice League
0: put them all in one movie right yeah it's like uh, all the Lokis uh, in the exactly. one episode.
1: you got your crocodile Batman <laughs> President Batman exactly yeah uh it would have been great i I think think flying cars and i still think
0: there's enough um fan uh, support for it i (laughs) thought
1: there's enough even just on this podcast (laughs) there's there's like um like people that are turned into animals that are like freaks of nature and then there's like yeah that's why joker game maybe that's why
0: i didn't like it as much as the regular animated series because I, when I watch it, I'm like, who are these other characters now that I don't know? Yeah, it's building
1: the world further, you know? Yeah, but I don't know them. I, <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen this already. How am I supposed to like it? Like, what? How do I know if I'm supposed to like it if I don't know these people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I don't know. How long did it, the show last? Yeah, I don't know. Like, three seasons, like I would imagine. Maybe I, even, like, two only. I but do it was, I do kind of know impression.
0: the lore of it. And like, cause it, was it canceled? Like it just abruptly stopped?
1: Well, I don't think it. I don't think it was because there was like a follow, like a show made by the same creators, but not in the DC universe. You know, I think
0: because I think he does show up in Justice League
1: Unlimited. Does he? Oh, like a like a flashback. Like he goes back in time.
0: There's something where like the future heroes, which would be in Batman Beyond time had to go back and like help the current Justice League at that
1: time I think I know that up and then
0: I think through there they kind of shoehorned like a kind of like um, an end the story, like a finale for Batman Beyond because his show is already canceled
1: okay I don't know if it was canceled cuz yeah I think, they I think just... there's not enough people watching. shut that. up okay <laughs> <laughs> I put enough hours of watching that one show <laughs> I, it's just like we know a lot of these uh, Hallmark characters already. We know what like the regular Batman's storyline. So the many real times. Batman, yeah. <laughs> we know we we know ba- uh, Superman so much already. So having a younger version of him in a whole future universe sounds fun. I,
0: I, the art style of it felt um, like they didn't care about drawing backgrounds. <laughs> <laughs> the backgrounds are always just like shapes. No, it's like it was always like <laughs> black rectangles. That's what the future looks
1: like. You <laughs> didn't know. Yeah, yeah It's a great really, team.
0: You're really that bum that this movie you just learned about got canceled. That's the
1: thing. <laughs> I remember I read the headline said, "Oh, Batman Beyond is it's, a movie. <laughs> it's getting canceled." Uh,
0: you think that's like the shortest thing? Like I thought Henry Cavill returning and then getting canceled yeah. was short. This is <laughs> short.
1: Sure. I felt a roller coaster of emotions in reading a sentence. <laughs> Uh, you know, like I said,
0: a better future version of a hero
1: yeah. is
0: the Spider-Man 2099, and we're gonna see that when we see the next Across the Spider-Verse movie. Uh,
1: and you talk about too many Batman. There's way oh more Spider-Men in this trailer. There's a, so the, across the Spider-Verse trailer had so many Spider-Man. Like they didn't have enough room for villains.
0: They couldn't even, like... You know, I was watching in the trailer, like, uh, there's, like, the MC Etcher-style sequence where, oh. like, there's, like, all these um, floors that all these different... Literally, like, hundreds of
1: different Spider-Men are walking around. Where they have the okay, are They're, like, in a cross-dimensional plane. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I was thinking, like, oh, it's perfect for this because, uh, in like, MC Etcher, like, there's no gravity. Okay. But for this, it doesn't matter because they, they could walk on walls.
1: <laughs> Like, they're walking, like, normal. Yeah. Yeah, it could like there, be. There is gravity. There is it's just, just fine. They can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I never considered that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we get to see a lot more in this trailer. Yeah. Uh, than the first, like, teaser. But um we know, uh, like I said, Miguel O'Hara, uh, Spider-Man 2099, is going to be a big part of it now. Because he was only, like, a cameo at the end of the last one.
1: That's true. They never crossed paths with Miles Morales, right? Yeah. So, it's just... Maul's getting pulled in and learning there's even more spider man And then there's this guy that's, he seems kind of like a sinister Spider-Man.
0: I think it's just like, we don't know. They, they had like got to be like a misunderstanding of like, maybe he thinks he's the cause of all these ripples or bad, I don't know, portals or whatever. So he's chasing him. Maybe because of what happened in the
1: events of the first one, maybe he, he's causing this. Oh, because the Collider was like from his world, right? Yeah. The, Kingpin made Yeah, yeah.
0: Maybe uh, What's your name Charlie Theron's Clea appears What And she's like uh, you, you messed up the universe oh, Now we're yeah. gonna go fix it yeah. <laughs> Thanks for making this What's it called <laughs> Disruption Yeah <laughs> Uh, What I was um, not sure of But now I'm glad it's happening Is uh, we saw in the trailer That Peter B. Parker is still in the movie
1: That's true, yeah He looks still dirty (laughs) (laughs) Instead of the jogging pants He's got like a pink robe on Yeah And a backpack backwards he really doesn't care. Uh, do you know what's in the backpack? What is it? Like a baby Spider-Man? What? Yeah, he has a baby No now. way. Yeah. Oh. Okay, that's cool. What do got back with uh, Mary Jane? I in. think
0: they got back. That's the whole point in the end of the last one.
1: Okay, okay. And he brought him to like the interdimensional world wherever they're at? I guess, that's not I guess. a smart move. <laughs> and why are you keeping a baby in a backpack? I guess we are you going to keep it when you're swinging?
0: Right, yeah. So I think that baby, it's like reference. Like I forgot the name because there's so many different versions of like Spider-Man Mary Jane's daughter but she becomes like a spider woman spider girl. spider girl spider woman eventually mm-hmm. um another character we see that's popular is jessica drew spider woman the other spider woman oh. <laughs> is she in there oh yeah yeah okay. she's played by Issa ray in the movie and this is the what's popular of this character is there's a version of her in the comics that was doing Spider Womaning while she was pregnant? So this one is pregnant oh, also
1: in the movie. In the movie, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, that character seems like in the trailer seems to be like be closely linked to 2099. Like they have the same plan ahead. Yeah. Um. I. I. It really seems like their side of things. It's like there's a dispute between the Spider Men. Not. Not just that he thinks Miles Morales is mm-hmm. the culprit, but more like they have a very difference in like philosophy of like how to be a hero. Sure. And and they're gonna be at ends with each other because yeah. it seems like a lot of them at one point were chasing miles morales mm-hmm. and i think he's like the leader of one side or like you know the uh, yeah, mascot know. of one side
0: it's so weird because yeah like the part where like all the of Spider-Man are chasing
1: miles morales they're just hounding him and
0: down yeah. yeah they're like you're not a peter parker
1: okay right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other ones aren't too there's <laughs> jessica okay, drew okay. miguel yeah. o'hare <laughs> uh even for just from this trailer i've seen it i still don't really comprehend the plot or what even what's happening in some of the shots
1: i think it's a good place to be yeah it's a trailer you know don't want to know the whole story of the movie uh,
0: we do know the villain or at least i know who the villain i is. don't
1: actually who is it
0: uh we talked about it before but it's the the i forgot the name now <laughs> he's the guy that can he's like full of portals oh uh, is it just like the spots the spots yeah i was gonna say polka dot <laughs> but that's not his name I'm the polka dot. Yeah, with the spot is the the villain, and which makes sense because he can make portals.
1: Mm. Yeah, so people are like going through him to get to the different universes. Yeah, we're actually looking inside of him. Gross. <laughs>
0: So this comes out in July, I believe. Okay. Uh, Sometime early summer. So I think this summer is going to be packed from like Guardians to this to uh, what else is coming out? the Marvels or something like that? I think next year is going to be pretty good. Even though they say MC is going to slow down, I think next year those are set in stone.
1: Those are going to be pretty solid movies. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty excited about this one. A lot of people say the first Spider-Verse movie is their favorite Spider-Man movie. It was great, yeah. and this one it's carrying along that awesome like art like style that's just like yeah. felt so unique the first time around.
0: Yeah. Do you think there's gonna be any superheroes that are not a Spider-Man in it?
1: Oh, who could they get a uh, get to use possibly? Because it, it. I mean, Spider-Man's in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, maybe. They Who's could Marvel be a, loaning out?
0: Um, would you be surprised if like Daredevil Matt Murdock shows up?
1: I would be surprised. Yeah, they, they're filled with heroes already. It just happens to be one of them. All these Spider-Men. <laughs> yeah. But he does, like, work with Spider-Man a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have shared villains. Yeah. Kingpin. Yeah.
0: I would like to see other heroes appear in it.
1: Yeah. Well, who has run-ins with uh, Petey?
0: Wolverine. Wolverine, yeah. Um, Yeah. Deadpool. (laughs) I guess so specifically it's Miles Morales, right? Oh. So I don't know who he runs around with.
1: Yeah, I haven't read that extensively, but maybe um yeah, some of his villains will show up. They'll just be a uh, tag-alongs, but you know like little spots of them before he gets Spots. In- <laughs> <Now>. <laughs>
0: But like we said, um, Marvel is trying to slow down a little bit, I think, because of, I think like, yeah, I, I did enjoy Phase 4, but there was a lot.
1: Yeah. Um, they got their feedback cards, the, the, their customers the wrote year. in, Yeah, you know, pencil on no card. T- <laughs> too much. Too not much. As, not as good as I remember. Yeah. It's like uh, slightly dissatisfied. They're <laughs> <laughs> circling like the different emojis or whatever. Yeah. You're just like the neutral face. Yeah. <laughs> That's where they're at.
0: So like, okay, we got to improve. So um, there's uh, talks of them like like maybe slowing down and not having so many things come out per
1: year. Yeah, a lot of shows, a lot of movies. Yeah,
0: what was it was like five shows came out this year. Is that right? Five shows and like four movies. Because then there's uh, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight, a lot of shows were there. Hawkeye. Hawkeye was kind of like towards the end of the year last year. Uh, what's the one that just ended? Uh, uh, She-Hulk. She-Hulk, yeah. Uh, and then there's four movies. This is Doctor Strange, Thor, Black Panther, and uh, was there another one? <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I don't remember, but a lot. Yeah. Was there another one? Spider-Man? Spider-Man was like end of last year, like Christmas last year. So we'll throw that
1: in. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I think they're Realizing that That's too much It's uh Diluting the quality Maybe Maybe they're just Like it's like Crunch time Trying to get These movies out Mm -hmm. You know Because they had Them on the deck For so long
0: Yeah because of COVID Right but now I think they're they're kind of catching up. They're like, okay, we do, we need to throttle back. And the first kind of like remnants of this is the Echo series that's spinning off of Hawkeye. Um, the showrunner announced that, yeah, we're going to go on a, a slight delay. And I think this is the first sign that, hey, we're, we're not going to like go all out anymore.
1: Yeah. So it was like supposed to be released um, like May of 2023. So not too far away. Right. Yeah. And then now it's what? Into the fall into the fall or like all the way to the end of the year possibly
0: okay um they say they're doing this f- to get better quality like really have more time to yeah. develop better products and i would say yes echo needs more time i don't want them to rush this one because this got to be good for me to like it <laughs>
1: It doesn't have a history of a character that I know that well, right? To get me on board right away,
0: yeah. Uh, the shows that like, like you said, don't have a history, like uh, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She Hulk. Those three that didn't come from the movies first. Uh, I would say those are the ones that needed more time. Yeah. Miss Marvel's pretty good, but like Moon Knight and She Hulk, like if they had uh better quality. Then you would have liked them better. I would have liked them better.
1: Okay. <laughs> well, revolutionary. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. I echo, I, I'm if com- they were better, I'd like it better. Right, right. I don't know about myself. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I Do want, you like it. I want better? my shows to be Do you be- like
0: things better or worse? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like my shows to be crap. <laughs>
0: No, hey, don't get me wrong. I watch crap television a lot, but like you said, Echo, I don't really care about the character. So uh, it's going to take a lot for me to really like
1: be excited for the show. The thing is I've seen the character in the show already in Hawkeye. Okay. And the truth is it didn't wow me so much. So it's like, it's kind of working against already what my envisioned feeling on the character. Okay. So... Um, try and do it right. I mean, <laughs> like I'm saying the same thing you are. Don't, yeah, don't do this wrong. Right. I got my finger up. I'm, I am got my eye on you, you know. Hope you're listening. <laughs> uh, but the ties yeah. to uh, Kingpin with the Echo character, yeah. that's got something going for it. I mean, like uh, with Kingpin supposedly, like looks like he got shot in the face and possibly died at the end of Hawkeye. I don't think that's happening. No, he's. I think he's gonna come back. And yeah, what they're saying is like this Echo show is like his real return. Like we're gonna mold the character of Kingpin uh-huh. for the MCU.
0: What I wish, and if I could retroactively change things, which I I Can. can't, <laughs>
1: uh, I would have
0: had Echo in the Hawkeye show, but I wouldn't have Kingpin. And if you like not at all, or just reveal at the very like last scene or something, yeah. Because I feel like too many things were thrown into that series that was not Hawkeye.
1: Yeah. And and ruined it. I don't know about that. I I just enjoyed it for what it was, but I would would have done that. I would have kept uh, Kingpin for later on the road. But I can see his need. In that story to be uh-huh. tied to the mother character, right? Right. And that could have been safe for the end too or something.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you just show it at the, at the very end and then, um, then, like you said, the real story will be in the Echo series. That could have been better, I think. Uh, but with this being delayed, I think maybe... Gives them an opportunity to include certain characters that maybe they couldn't before. Maybe some characters we've seen already, like in full costume in other series.
1: Characters that haven't seen us. Right. Okay.
0: So, uh, you know, related to this character and is also against Kingpin a lot of times.
1: Okay. Daredevil. You're right. (laughs) Come on. I'm waiting on bated breath. Who are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, yeah, I want Daredevil. Just, just to, It just seems like you just always want to have Daredevil and everything. Echo has to breathe on her own. Have a story. I mean, it already sounds like she's sharing the screen with Kingpin. Like it's gonna be half his show.
0: I wish it was more than half.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I've always said, like, why are we making this show? I don't. I, yeah. It does. I I can believe it now. If it's more really a Kingpin story.
0: There's a lot of shows now that's coming that I'm thinking, why are we making this
1: show? Yeah. We, as in us, the <laughs> Marvel <laughs> community. Hey guys, let's do a huddle. I don't know about this. Yeah. Excuse me, uh, Kevin. <laughs> can we have a sidebar?
0: You know. <laughs> I think you should slow down, um, but yeah, I, I think um, because this is slowing down, we're gonna see all the other shows slow down, and maybe you know how like I'm questioning why these shows are being made. I'll have that question less later. Like they're not gonna make shows. Spin offs of spin offs of spin offs.
1: Okay. Yeah. You mean like their decision will just make sense right away?
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I get like why Vision should get a, a series because you do. His character is off of nowhere. It's a different version now, kind of, you know. And he he's a character, a legacy character that kind of needs a finale, right? But I don't know why we're making a Wonder
1: Man show. Oh, Wonder Man. You know what I mean? I think that's fine. I want to have new characters. The Vision thing, I kind of felt like we were done with that character already and we should I not. Have him around anymore. He's, he's flying around. Yeah, he should have not be flying around by now. He should just be turned off just and left. That never one. again. See yeah. I mean, after we do that with all a lot of wars Yeah. I, he's cool. <laughs> I don't know. He's white now. I don't know if he's cool. <laughs> all right. But uh he has no personality. Literally. <laughs> he's gonna get one. <laughs> um this show I think I think the reason why they delayed it too mm-hmm. is I think D'Onofrio mentioned this it's really just like a lead up straight into the Daredevil show Born Again like it's oh, going to be so late and that's linked. not ready yet I think well I already have a date for that I think it's 20 in, in some 2024 2024 so I think it they want it closer together the length to be cleaner. I think Danafre said like the last episode of Echo is a big deal. That tells me it's way more of a like a cliffhanger for the next series, Daredevil.
0: Oh, you think Daredevil's in it? Oh my god. That'd be it's, cool. Sure.
1: Oh wow. Now now I'm interested. <laughs> now you want to watch it front to back? Right now? You'll bring it up soon. Yeah, let's watch it in May. Don't don't delay it. I wanna know. <laughs> let's fast track this thing. Yeah. Let's <laughs> hit the green light. <laughs> Daredevil's that big of a character to you, like he's, you just want him in every movie? No. You don't think he's like just kind of no. watered down now?
0: Yeah. I was going to say, now that I'm thinking about it, it's this yellow suit Daredevil. I don't need a whole lot of that.
1: <laughs> Get that out of here. Uh,
0: I, I think that is um not forever how he's going to be. I don't know. I think the fans are going to be like, man, this is not the Daredevil we wanted. And so it sounds like, you know, Disney and Marvel are listening more closely. They are. That um, maybe we'll get a little bit closer. Something will happen that'll make him a little bit closer to the Netflix
1: one. Yeah. They might just can't bring back another character, bring back Punisher, and it's just going to feel yeah. like good all times. Yeah, there you go. That's enough, actually, to bring like more of a darker tone to the whole sure. Kingpin Daredevil world.
0: Mm-hmm. A rated R Punisher movie, I have a feeling that's going to happen. It
1: says in the books. Maybe they're. Disney's like warming up their fans for harsher movies. Yeah. With da- Deadpool. Or whatever. Deadpool's going to be a rated R. Yeah.
0: So Deadpool's rated R. We'll get a rated R Punisher eventually, hopefully. Another character you want to see that's a
1: rated R movie. Who do you think I don't know. would merit one? Um, Marvel character Ghost Rider. Oh, that's a good choice. Yeah. That's and what I'm I feel I would like pick. that.
0: Uh, character that they want to introduce.
1: I think that's a perfect choice. Like, make it scary, even. Like, oh. scary, but also gory. Maybe he's fighting. What's what's that character that's in Marvel versus Capcom? Is he, like, Darkheart or something? Oh, yeah. Is he a, a Ghost Rider character? I don't know.
0: There's a lot of characters that I w- learned about the first time just playing that game. Right.
1: Who's this big eyeball guy?
0: Yeah. Or, like, um, there's, like, a girl pirate. That's. I don't think it's not Marvel. <laughs> there's, like... Um, cat Ka- commando something like that commando there's a guy with
1: like a sword okay yeah, yeah. um there's a striker or whatever uh,
0: yeah pretty much half of the capcoms i don't know there's a mummy there's like a girl that rides like a robot
1: yeah and there's like, there's a, like a toy robot yeah and then she yeah. has like a big lego guy exactly <laughs> uh, When he, when is he gonna enter into the marvel universe yeah. that girl in the legos <laughs> uh well that's it for the news this week um
0: I don't know if we're going to get a lot of news next week because it's the end of the year stuff. Yeah. But we're we're not getting Batman Beyond, so okay. that sucks,
1: apparently. <laughs> Taking my heart away. All right, <laughs> fine.
0: If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to the Read a Copy podcast. Just search us in your podcast app. You're already
1: listening to us. You're listening to me say this. Just click follow. You've got your phone ad ready. Go into uh, all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and type in at the reader copy podcast. Oh, and hit that follow button.
0: It is uh, that time of year. Let's get into the book that celebrates that. Is it Claus or Klaus? I think it's Klaus. Santa Claus.
1: Okay, let's get into it. One tradition in our family we always have at Christmas so one of the older people will always like get gather the people the kids around and uh-huh. always ask do you guys know what the real meaning of Christmas is Uh-huh. and all the kids just go like don't find like uh, presents right <laughs> All right <laughs> and they're going to some whatever Christian is about Jesus type thing but that's not the comic we're doing today <laughs> it's not It's called Klaus and it's a, it's a story about the origins the origin story of a uh, Santa Claus. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Uh, This is a a comic out of Boom Studios, came out in 2015. We're just going to be doing the first three issues, but um, the first story really is seven issues total. Um, Our writer today, Grant Morrison, uh, he's known for All-Star Superman, JLA, I really liked his uh, Animal Man. Um, so this he He's got like a writer That like Can do so Like esoteric Weird trippy Like Doom Patrol yeah. Stories that are just So out there mm. And then he'll do st- You know Mainstream For fun Type stuff like this You know Who doesn't like Santa Claus Right Let's make- I know a set of people Really Oh okay That's <laughs> weird what I if- know a,
0: a large Faction of people That don't even believe in him
1: What Crazy <laughs> How can you not believe in him That's where he gets his power uh, Ask Kanye I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus uh, so you know mainstream type story here making a superhero basically is what this story is like our artist Dan Mora super clean like he typically what he does with like um world's Finest uh Once in Future uh Power Rangers I loved his his looks there cuz it's like super clean cut with their uh costumes um here I think it's a bit more sketchy because it takes place in like a Nordic old country back in the day, right? Like medieval right. times, also. So, it's more sketchy feel of the forestry of the world or like a um, uh, a village, really. So, it's I, I I like to switch up in styles, just a just a teeny bit with with Denmark here. Um, so this this story, the origin of Klaus, it's got some other spinoffs of it for Santa Claus, Klaus, and the crisis of Xmasville klaus and the witch of winter klaus and the crying snowman klaus and the life and times of joe christmas what okay it built like a whole world like there's like a whole universe just devoted to the north pole and santa claus basically
0: and tim allen
1: (laughs) he's coming back right there's like a, a show there's like a clauses show yeah i wonder if that's any good i never really liked any of those movies honestly uh and with that you get the general premise like what was the start of santa claus we're going to get into it right now uh we see this kind of yoked out viking type character with uh jet black hair long hair um hooded and in, in red right as he's uh trekking through the a snowy forest he's got abs he's got, yeah he's a buff Santa dude. Claus has abs <laughs> he's not called Santa Claus yet he's just called Klaus and we're he's like a you know dark mysterious character just um, pushing along a sleigh with furs on it like he's like a fur trader going town to town and he visits this um, village right I, I'm not sure what really village within maybe it's like a, a Switzerland or something like that Finland right um, and it's, it's uh, old timey right um, everything's made out of wood and stone and as he enters the village um, the guards stop him close and was like, well, who are you? You're a stranger here. Yeah. But Klaus like, this is a Grimsvig, right? Like I've been here a lot of times in the past, such a joyous town, but it's almost like dead quiet here.
0: Right. And then he's walking in, right? And he goes to like um the pub and it's empty where usually it'd be full. And he's talking to the barkeeper. like, where is everybody? And the barkeeper's like, all the men in town are working in the mines. And he even says like, usually they don't work during the Yuletide, which is like you know this holiday time it's Christmas yeah and it's like well not anymore not since the new like Baron has taken over right
1: yes we can get an impression of there's like an overbearing power in this town the Baron as we see like the soldiers abruptly go into the pub, like who are you stranger your strangers are not welcome here and uh, he's kind of being rough housed by these soldiers as uh, he's getting booted out of the pub and they're even like gonna take his furs away from him like stealing it from him right he's like i i'm selling those right mine it's mine and uh they're saying like we're taking these for the baron
0: yeah it's kind of like anything within these walls belongs to the baron and his family and there's even a child right he's on the street playing with not a toy literally like just a rock yeah and then this guards like make him give up the rock and He's like anything a child can play
1: with is a toy and any toy belongs to like the, the Prince or whatever, the Baron's son, right? Yeah, it, it's all, I guess, being saved up for the son of the Baron, and no other kid can have any toy in town. Pretty sad. Klaus is like, what? what kind of town is this where kids can't have toys? Yeah, right. <laughs> super strange. And anytime, it's kind of a weird thing. And um the uh, the kid is trying to play, but one of the soldiers gets so angry at him and smacks him in the face. Smacks the kid. And Klaus is cannot take this and punches that soldier straight in the face. Like, these armed men are attacking kids? What's going on here? What kind of a town is this?
0: But, you know, he's been traveling. He's tired. So eventually all the guards are able to, like, knock him down. Even though he's, like, a really big guy, they're all um, jumping him. And they pretty much, like, drag him out of the town, like,
1: outside of the walls again. And so we see one of the generals of the army, he's like, this is such a sad side. Innocent man. Getting uh, beaten up and booted out of town. Uh, he's like saying it out loud, right? And then the Baron is just over his shoulders. Like, well, it's a good thing you're not the leader of this town. The Baron is like full-on evil looking.
0: He's got like a black hood cloak and he keeps his eyes <laughs> under the shadows. And yeah. He's got this like demented smile. Like, how is this guy the leader of this town now? Who
1: elected him, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, his look, it's just straight up pale. He looks like Loki pretty much. Yeah like carbon copy um, and he doesn't like this like back talk from all the soldiers from his general right and so he's used a, to be
0: like a great town festive
1: yeah even in the, the winter time when it's all cold out, it's still like the feel the cheer in the air it's dead silent right now yeah and the, all the soldiers are kind of kind of demented too now they're saying like oh I bet this guy's not gonna get far because our soldiers are gonna hunt him down too just, they're just playing with him really they're gonna hunt him down like he's he's prey
0: and they follow him like they track him into the woods so they can kill him there yeah and they kind of have like him cornered he's still tied up so he really can't fight back and they're like toying with him like
1: teasing him, about him right before they're about to kill him and he's surrounded now uh, he is no most his hands are behind his back tied up and he does a little whistle and from out of nowhere this gigantic white wolf just pounces on the men and is about to attack them all away from from Klaus. It's very um like Jon Snow. Oh yeah, does that happen? Oh, <laughs> well, he has like his direwolf ghost. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's the whole vibe of this guy. He's he's a loner, but he's got his buddy Lily. That's the name of the 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 ghost, the right. the, the little dog there. And then we see the Baron go back into his castle, um, kind of super angry about everything about a, a stranger in his town. He's like losing control a bit. But then he pays a visit to his son there, uh, and this son looks like a carbon copy of him, like a little mini version of him—a long black hair, um, and just a whiner also. It's
0: like Malfroy's.
1: Yes, exactly. You know, like a Brandy Prince type, right? He
0: has literally all the toys in town. Like no other kid has a toy, and he's still like greedy, and he's like stomping on all the toys he has like these are not fun enough right somebody
1: make me better toys he's saying this was my first gift of yule time and it sucks it's this awful gift and he's just stomping them breaking them it's a whole like town right yeah it's like a miniature of the the town itself and he's like literally stomping on the buildings
0: like almost like ruining it
1: it's very um what you can call it uh metaphoric yeah. you know yeah. he's, like, he's in control of the town and destroying it um, kind of similar to what the Baron is doing like like they're all toys to him too yeah um and so they're gonna have their dinner back at the hall and they're living the high life right it's like a, a long stretch table with all the food they have even a tree in the back like it's it, they're having a Yule time they're having uh, a beautiful thing but they're also a snarky family like they don't like each other almost the mother character kind uh, of can see the 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 baron is kind of a bad dude and didn't raise a good kid either
0: there's only three of them and they have two
1: roast pigs wow they almost have a pig of their own that's age. how you know you're rich yeah <laughs> the, the pigs with like the apples in their mouth yeah like that's that's expensive especially back then and uh, the baron almost like talks back about his own wife like it's okay son she's she's kind of a uh, not off a rocker really right like don't trust her she's she's kind of not one of us in a way <laughs> yeah she has red hair yeah <laughs> and um they they speak at dinner about this stranger Just like brute of a man that invades town and the mother always just wants to like learn about this stranger character in in town and um but the baron is always trying to like sweep that under the rug let's not talk about him
0: he thinks like this guy's a loser he's dead already who cares about him
1: yeah he's my town (laughs) (laughs) i'm the baron i'm the baron now and we see what what klaus is up to he's back at his base like no, uh out in the woods on his own with uh, with Lily, and it's it's the dead of night now. He's trying to heal up, and um, so he makes like a like a like a soup, like a like a potion or something. There's a lot of mushrooms in this potion. Yes, I'll say that. So, <laughs> what, what is he making really? Um, some type of uh, wizardry he's doing, and he also like pulls out a flute and plays it. Like he's <laughs> he's having a little ceremony right now, just over this campfire. This
0: is a trip here because. He you know, he drinks his magic soup or whatever with a lot of mushrooms in it. And then he plays his flute and it gets a very psychedelic. Like the next shot is full on tie-dye splash page. Exactly. And it's like these um almost like spirits, ghosts or something, right? Yeah. Coming out of the woods towards him. And I think he's in like a trance or something because he gets up and grabs his knife and starts just like taking wood and whittling and carving and cutting out things
1: like out of uh he's lost control and he's like like moving like a zombie yeah. but he's cra- he's carpentering,
0: <laughs> yeah
1: he's making stuff um and so we w- he wakes up the next morning by the campfire and he's thinking like man that was a good sleep my my hands are tired why are they tired
0: he doesn't remember anything about last night and when he gets up and looks around he's not Alone anymore. He's surrounded by like a whole bunch of toys that he made.
1: Yeah, that he made in the dead of night, just out of nowhere. He's
0: whittling and stuff, and it's it's like full on. He has a a toy shop in front of him.
1: Yeah, just like spread out over the ground, wind up toys, little wooden horses or or frogs, little just toys that came out of nowhere. Like they just he made them.
0: Did I do this? What happened last night?
1: I don't remember. Yeah, so. Um this is where you get to really like Christmas stuff. This makes sense. Why well, this is a uh, Santa Claus origin story. And I mean, what's he going to do with those toys really, right? He he knows there's a whole town with uh kids that have no toys, so he's got plans for them. And uh, that that night he decides he's going to try and uh, break into town and give out all the toys. So, it's the middle of
0: the night. It's a hard snowstorm. He scales the wall, right? And there's some guards around. Uh, they're just talking. But he's able to like sneak around the whole town and leave toys at the doorstep of all like the houses,
1: and uh, they're all wrapped like they're presents, right? He uh, even he even took out some of the guards on his way out too. Uh, all the the families wake up to their kids like they're they have their toys that came out of nowhere. They didn't buy them for them. They didn't make them for them. But they have toys, and they're all like in a panic. Like the Baron said, we cannot have toys. So
0: yeah, it, like of course the families want their kids to have toys. But if they get caught with these, like
1: they're going to be like, you know, banished or or even worse. It's some strange rule for the town. It's like footloose. Yeah. You you can't dance or whatever. Something like that. Um, And so Grimsvig has all of their kids playing in the streets with their toys the soldiers are like this this is an abomination the right. Baron is so angry too he's like where did these toys come from
0: he's pissed all the kids are playing with it and um, the son the Baron's son is watching from the balcony in their castle
1: yeah and of course he's gonna be like why do they get toys like I want all those toys this is no fair I don't I'm not having fun right now yeah. why do they get have fun <laughs> And so, he, again, he's a whiny little brat and he has the soldiers just round up all of the toys and the little boy in the castle super happy. Like, finally, I get all the toys.
0: But they kind of like, because they've been played with already, yeah. not all of them work anymore, right? And he's pissed. Like, how come? Deep down inside, it's what I think. He's sad because he has no one to play with these toys. Yeah. Yeah. So instead, he's just breaking all these toys, right? And he's breaking this one toy that's a bird. And the mother,
1: like, sees it, like why are you like breaking all these toys, right? She she takes the bird and she recognizes it. It looks familiar to her. She like takes it away from The kid's room and goes back into her her own chambers and looks in the back of her closet, pulls out a wooden box. And inside is a wooden bird that almost looks exactly the same. Right. So this points to like the person that made this uh, made the same bird. So someone from her past uh, has some connection to this. Right. So now uh, all the guards, it's the
0: next night. They're all on high alert. Right. Whoever like invaded us and left all these toys could come back. So they hire, like, extra security, and they hire this dude who's literally, like, the size of, like, three grown men. Yeah. And
1: uh, this is Olaf, And this guy is big, right? He looks like Sabretooth from the X-Men, right? Right. Like, just a big guy, and he's he's saying, like, I'll take out this stranger. I- I'll-, I'll leave him a hole if I have to. <laughs> And uh the the general's like, Okay, let's stop at cannibalism here. You don't you know, we can we just have to round him up and make sure he doesn't give out any more of these random presents and disobeys the law. So all kinda of like
0: waiting for this guy to show up, which he does. Klaus ends up uh climbing the wall again and he's taking out some of the guards, but Uh, he runs into this Olaf guy who, this guy, he's he's kind of like not ready for. He's not ready for a guy that's like
1: eight feet tall. Yeah, throws a punch, but Olaf just eats it, right? And then Olaf uh, throws him over his shoulder too and, Klaus is looking pretty bloodied up too and he's able to get the surprise on him by like grabbing a rope and almost lassoing his his ankle from Olaf and Olaf falls over and gets knocked out in the corner. It's kind of, it's kind of funny. He's like upside down, knocked out. And uh, Klaus decides to take the time to get a big snowball and turn Olaf into a snowman.
0: <laughs> so that's how the rest of the guards find him, right? And the Baron seems to... And he is like super pissed now. So um, they find uh, they find Klaus's sack that he left behind yeah. with all the toys, right? And they're like, "Good, we have like something that has his scent now." And they bust out all the the dogs, and these are like like, like like Rottweilers or something, right?
1: And he's gives him the sack to smell. And it's like now you're gonna go find him. So they're all fetching out, trying to find Klaus, and Klaus is just trying to run out of the city. Um, and again, he gets like surrounded by these rabid dogs, just like savaged. They have, they're like bubbling at the mouth trying to, they want to attack Klaus. And then they all just stop and they, they turn into whimpering dogs all of a sudden. It's revealed that in front of them is Lily. Again, that big white wolf that Klaus has and is like, you know, the alpha dog right now and just um, making these hound dogs turn into puppies and are scared. Right. And uh, they they go running back to the soldiers as uh, Lily was able to to scare them off.
0: And all the dogs come back like with their tail between their legs, and the guards are like in shock. They don't know what's going on. Some of them believe like Klaus is almost like a
1: ghost or something, right? Yeah, like some type of myth.
0: Yeah, because there's like no trace of him. Uh, so they're all kind of like starting to get scared that they have to find this guy.
1: They hear these tales about this wolf and this man. And they're thinking like, is it a wolf man? Right? They're like just writing yeah. stories in their head. And then uh, we see like, gonna we get a glimpse of what it's like in the coal mines as uh, all the men in town. Again, they're like being, it's almost like slave labor. The Baron is making them just hack away at the mines with their pickaxes, like day in, day out. It's like the, he's rocking them to death, really.
0: They're all like scrawny, haven't eaten and forced to work day and night. And like the men, when they get back to their homes, they're just like zombies. They're dead tired. But they know like they have to do this because otherwise the Baron
1: will, will kill, like kill his family or whatever. Right, right. right. Pretty strict world they live in. They're also like going crazy a bit. They, they're saying they're hearing voices down in their minds. There's yeah. Some... Some type of evil at uh-huh. the at the bottom of it that they're hacking away, getting closer and closer. Pretty scary. Right. We see Klaus now back in the woods, and he's going on another trip. Make him, he makes another bowl of that soup, and he's like, "Ah, I'm, I'm out of here."
0: It's, it's it's not mushrooms anymore. It's like different flowers. Yeah. But he's got to be putting something in this
1: that we're not seeing. <laughs> a little bit extra. <laughs> and he goes into the uh, again a like a um, tie dye trip is in his head. All these rainbow colors. And And these spirits are cool looking. They look like alien ghosts. Right. And so he gets like inspired again. And he's like, okay, if I'm going to do this right, uh, I'm going to try and uh, make all these toys, make enough for all the kids and make sure they keep them.
0: We see the Baron now. He goes um, through the library, which I think will lead down into the mine.
1: Yeah. Secret entrance.
0: Yeah. So he's going down there to check on all the labor, all the free labor that he has all the men doing. Yeah. And uh, I guess they're like not really mining for coal. It's almost like they're trying to unearth something. And he goes on to the end. He sends everyone out of there, right? And he's reading from a book,
1: but he's like he's not just reading. He's like talking to someone. Some type of presence behind this uh, wall of rock, right? Like something is talking to him, and the Baron is saying, "Like I've already working these people to the bone." Like it's almost like this thing behind the wall—it was his plan, commanding the Baron to do this. Yeah, uh, something wants out of there. Uh, we see Klaus try to do his mission now as he he repels down from one of the towers straight into the the courtyard, the hidden courtyard of the Baron, and finds the. The tree that's like it's like the town tree like this gigantic thing that typically would be decorated like a christmas tree with all the decorations but it's really barren now and oh and, and it's very like, it's like dead. yeah yeah because uh i think the baron was not treating it right yeah and uh klaus talks to the tree like uh i've i've made wood from you before like he's got a, a tail from the tree right? like, like like a history with it and i think it's pointing to the to the relationship he had with the mother character of the Baron's son. So like the, the Baron's wife. Like they had yeah. a relationship in the past. And now He made her that bird toy. Exactly. He was the one. And he he escapes into her room and they, they know each other. It's like it's like there's a there's a relationship in the past here.
0: He literally like uses the tree to get into her window.
1: <laughs> yeah. To escape in there to like repel down. And uh, he burns down the tree too to kind of leave a message for the Baron, as the Baron's over this burning tree, um, while Klaus is back with his girl. And we're gonna leave it there because it's it's more drama. I'm gonna get into really what was the origin story of Klaus and his relationship to this town? How does he become fat? He's a drug addict. <laughs> He's a drug addict. That's right. I mean, he thinks he's going to every household in the world and <laughs> giving a gift.
0: He takes mushrooms and then he like leaves secret presents to everybody. Yeah,
1: I think that's uh, kind of some inspiration from Grant Morrison's real life. But I thought it was an interesting take
0: on it. Um, I, I kind of like how they had to fit in what we know of Santa Claus into like this action adventure kind of um, medieval story. Yeah,
1: of him like going on a trip and then make. He's the one that makes toys yeah I mean how the heck can he make all that if he's I guess he has to be in a trance or whatever yeah. and it's just like an automatic thing it's, it's yeah, kind of fun uh, it's working into the mythology of Santa if you think about it he's the original uh, superhero he's got super he's <laughs> what? got superpowers, right he can travel at the speed of light right He's he's got an army at his command making yeah. so many
0: things you know people say like how does he deliver gifts to all the children in the world right yeah uh, he doesn't, he doesn't have to do it uh, like over China. He doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> they have their own version, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, there's a large portion, uh, of like Europe and, and Asia
1: that he doesn't even have to worry about. It's, it's all good. You know, he, <laughs> he doesn't even have to check those lists. Far as Yeah. List. He's like, uh, oh, f- doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're all naughty. <laughs> it's a given. Uh, I thought it was pretty fun. I I think like there is also like hidden messages of like differences between Christianity and the pagan holiday of it all. Sure. It's hidden in there and it's kind of more intricate and stuff. But really at the end of the day, it's like, let's make Santa buff. Right. It's a superhero. He's he's going to save the kids from this awful world or type of thing. And uh the medieval aspects kind of fun, right? Oh. Um the spirits what's they, it's fun. They call them the Santa. The spirits are called the Santa. Yeah. So that's like the connection of Santa Claus.
0: Yeah, I couldn't yeah, I didn't really get that at first cuz when I think Santa it means like female saint. Oh, <laughs> but, maybe. Okay. So I was like, okay, but it's
1: something else. You have to work it in somewhere. It's, he's He's uh, Grant Morrison's working against what 2000 years of, of a story of Santa Claus. Sure, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that, that's that was a story of Klaus, how Santa Claus began. Let's get into side stories.
0: This will be my end of the year review of shows that I've been watching lately, um, even though one of them is not done yet. But all right, I haven't talked about it in a while, and I feel like this is a point where I need to update everybody with my status of the show. Great. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to talk about? I think I do uh, Batman Beyond No sure. uh, The Challenge MTV is The Challenge
1: Oh great, yeah
0: Um, My favorite show Ever? Uh, like
1: Because it's what? Like, it's as old as me probably It's pretty dang old show Yeah Do you think it's like In the y- amount of years Is it like the oldest show you've ever watched Like continues live? Yeah
0: Probably, Because then there's shows that have lasted longer, but I don't watch them consistently.
1: Whereas this one, I watch pretty consistently. Like pretty, almost every year? Like you're like, or you're yeah. like, even catch up sometimes. Like I'm behind sure. you, a year. Yeah. I'll watch it right now.
0: Yeah, uh, it's great. Um, just a recap of what this season's about is called uh, <laughs> MTV's The Challenge Ride or Die, where every contestant, because in the challenge, contestants come back. There's not like Amazing Race or Survivor where they get a fresh group every year. They have returning characters, right? Along with new characters, uh, contestants. Con-
1: characters, they yeah. <laughs> they come back to life. Yeah. They were killed off last season, but they're returning now. They're
0: recasted. Right. I like uh, that. <laughs> it, it is a comp- competition game show, right?
1: Yeah. Reality show. Of like pretty good-looking people, but not all of them.
0: And then, yeah. it's it's It helps. Okay. Uh, so anyway, they got a bunch of um, cast members back, right? And it's called Ride or Die because they're allowed to bring one person new to the show that they consider their quote-unquote ride, ride or die this is uh my, they're gonna be partners throughout the whole show and it's someone they can count on blah blah blah. some you could tell they just brought a friend some you could tell they brought their boyfriend or girlfriend
1: so it's like the person that you're so like close to you that they can so like did anyone like bring their Nona and bobo or something like they grab her? <laughs>
0: they have to do physical challenges <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and um yeah so you bring someone you could trust and loyal right uh, so you already have the cast is brand new so part of me was like oh, i gotta learn all these new people i hate that the thing i hate the
1: most is learning about new people yeah. <laughs> these people have no character development yet <laughs> i did i i was just like these people right away <laughs> i have to have a origin story for all of these characters <laughs> this is too much i wouldn't have wrote it this way so that, that's pretty
0: much how this, the the gimmick of this season, because every season there's like a different thing, right? We set up, yeah. Yeah. So this one's like, everyone's partnered with someone they brought. So like, several teams of two people. So pairs. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, so spoiler if you haven't been watching, but... Um, they made it down to, uh, I think, like maybe 10, uh,
1: 12 teams. Really? That sounds like a, like a start of the whole show. That's a lot of people No, still. it was like double that already. 24 people and still halfway only or whatever? Yeah. Dang. So
0: now, uh, no, 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 sorry, six teams. Okay. And 12 people. That makes sense. So since the start, they've, they've gotten rid of maybe half of the cast. They've been eliminated. So now there's only six teams, 12 people, right? Six teams, six or eight, something like that, right? Sure. Uh, and then now the big twist of the, the season. You're getting rid of the
1: teams. Getting rid of the teams. Now they're
0: splitting up all these, quote-unquote, ride or dies. They're splitting them up.
1: Are you saying they're individuals? Or
0: So there's a they didn't know this, but there's a challenge, right? Every week there's a challenge. The winners of that challenge didn't know that now they're splitting up and they're captains of the two teams that are going to form.
1: So it's new teams, but they're bigger.
0: Now it's two teams of six instead of six teams of two. Okay. Or eight. I'm not sure exactly what the number is. So the, now the two teams, the, the two people that won, the, the pair that won, right? Now they're split up into the captains, right? So they each have to roster a team they pick from the other people and no ride or die will be on the same team. So is that like, allowed? Or? It's not allowed. So if I pick one person, their partner or former partner is automatically on the opposite team.
1: Oh, that is fun. That's a good rule. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so now that's the big twist of the thing, which I like. Because at first I was like, this show is not going to be my favorite season, but I'm going to watch it re- like, it's, regardless. I find it challenging. Yeah, <laughs> But now that it's this, now that it's two larger teams with backstories of each that I know.
1: <laughs> oh, I can see it split down the middle. And it's split
0: down the middle. Like, like it's, it's great again. Because... If you're on a team, yes, I want to win. But someone from the losing team has to go home. I don't want it to be my partner, my former partner, who's still my ride-or-die like, person I brought in
1: here. You have to like take the plane back, <laughs> t- sitting right. next to each other, like... You ruined it for me. Buddy. Like some of them are like brothers and sisters. Like you're still, I'm going to see you for the rest of my life. Right. Yeah. Right.
0: I don't want to be the reason you're eliminated from this.
1: Yeah. Wow. And also, <laughs> so one of them could be winning and going home with a lot of money. Yeah. And you can rub it in the other person's
0: face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. So the show kind of like instantly improved. Out of nowhere. Which I was worried that I'm not going to like this season, but now it's like, okay, this is interesting. Because not only did they split up the teams, the teams are very one-sided. Oh, like one side is like super good. One side, if it was a physical challenge, one side is one side is stacked.
1: It's it's oh wow.
0: This guy, because it's a guy and girl, right? They were the captains. The guy pick like the strongest guys, and then oh, the okay. girl pick like more like the smarter, agile people, which is good some of the time, but most of the time you want the strongest guys.
1: In a lot of these challenges, yeah, yeah. unless. A lot of the crux is winning the last challenge, and yes, a lot of yeah. that is endurance, too. Yeah. But yeah. so. then the
0: the big guys, they have endurance. They do? Okay. It's not most of them, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. Um, if they're at the end of the whole You have to show. make it to the end, yeah. If you're at the end of the whole show, you probably physically fit all around.
0: But I mean, like, if all the challenges leading up are physical challenges, it doesn't matter if you have endurance, because you're not going to make it to the final challenge. Yeah. So it doesn't matter... If I'm not the fastest at the at the beginning of the show, it just matters that I'm the fastest at the end of the show. You get to the end. Yeah. Okay. So, um, which kind of happens because they split the teams up, right? And the first challenge is kind of like walk the plank style thing where two people on opposite ends of this plank that's above water they just have to push the other person off
1: okay so yeah just physically like manpower them off so like it was a landslide on one team Mm. so is it that sounds like it's boring again (laughs) because it's like if it's so lopsided but everyone knows the real show
0: is not the challenge it's what happens outside of that?
1: Drama. The drama in the house. The machinations. Who, who am I trying to get off here, really? Get out of the, the show?
0: The winning team will pick the losing teams, like the person that has to go into the elim- elimination. So like the winning team, I pick one guy from the a losing team to go into elimination. And then amongst them, it's amongst the rest of the losing team, it's kind of like almost like a random pick of who they'll face. And then the loser of that challenge, of that elimination challenge... You're out of here, you go home.
1: So right? it's totally like whoever lost a challenge, you're losing somebody. So maybe your are that team's dwindling.
0: Right. But the thing is, like, let's say I'm on the winning team. Now I have to vote on a, a losing team member to go in. I don't want to vote my die, ride or die person, my partner. Right. right. Like, my outside of this world partner. So, amongst the winning team, there's drama of like who do we do vote for. So, even inside a team, there's smaller like
1: alliances. There's turmoil because they're trying to, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. There's even like groups like, well, I, I'll protect my person on the other team. If you if, the <laughs> cat you yeah, know. well, we'll we're not going to vote for yeah, yeah,
0: and a lot of times like you have to form an alliance with the opposite team so that way like okay if you guys win you don't vote me if I win I'm not going
1: to vote you so
0: the teams dynamic all that is is for the challenge the real teams are like divided the other way
1: it's it's back at the um at the house yeah like who's there's you know, no whi- teams once you get in the house you know what There's just whisperings and yeah is has there been a lot of backstabbing let me ask this this season has there been really like big moments as far as like
0: there's definitely been more uh, alliance stuff because there's new people and when there's new people, there's more alliance because they're scared to go home.
1: They, they have to kind of get together. Yeah. That's the general impression you get from these shows. If you're watching at home, you're like, what would I do if I yeah. got on the show? And they're like, well, I have to I have to at least make it to the next week. Right. We have to team up.
0: And, and then there's people that you know come back that have been playing a long time, I already know who they're friends with. Right. So it's learning the new people and what their decision style is that is um, kind of more
1: entertaining. What I find really entertaining about the show is the dumb people. Yeah, the the ones that don't get the the how to play the game, the ones that make the wrong decisions. The thing is, they're learning really as the as the because I know finally I know who you're talking about. Yeah, they're getting better,
0: (laughs) and they're getting better. They're getting they're thinking further ahead, And, and it's working. Wow, so uh, they still sound dumb, <laughs> yeah. but I think their uh, their strategy is better. They got th- they got
1: a game, yeah,
0: because mm-hmm. because um, when they are picking teams, right? Yeah, they don't pick it right away. They have like a day to kind of like, think about it. And that guy was already talking to the captain guy, like, you know, really think about who you're picking and don't just pick your friends because sometimes you might want friends on the other team.
1: Wow. So this person, this dumb person is thinking ahead. Yeah. Wow. So was, and he really, did he really influence? The, yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. So learn like it, that, he's learning. He's learning. He's learning from the people that have won. That have won. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So
0: um, kudos. <laughs> I like the show. There's Finally. there's character development. Well,
1: fine. We're getting it. I like it. <laughs>
0: but yeah so really the season's nowhere near ending mm, we're okay. only like halfway but uh it's kind of like a mid-season
1: finale a <laughs> <The> mid-season <laughs> cliffhanger next time on the mtv's the challenge yeah right after the <laughs> yeah, ridiculousness yeah
0: but uh great time for any new viewers to jump in wow okay <laughs>
1: Mm -hmm. would you um i'm just gonna say i don't think you'd go far if you joined in but would you want to join in see what it's like be starstruck and meet all the people that you get to watch on tv you're at least there for the one episode
0: um no no you you want to just keep don't don't meet your heroes
1: right right
0: um i would go to like a con maybe (laughs) Fellow fans? Yeah, but I wouldn't want to be a part of the world.
1: Okay, gotcha. You'd have to write your they own... They are a fish.
0: bunch of douchebags right. and jerks. So, like, I'm not I'm blind to that. You actually know a better than but they But it is entertaining to watch, so, yeah. You know, I don't want to be friends with any of these people.
1: Okay, all right. Yeah.
0: And also, they're, it's, like, literally a bunch of alpha guys. Yeah. Right? I don't want to be around that <laughs> toxicity. My toxic masculinity? Yeah. All right. I'd rather be on, like... uh f-boy island is that what <laughs> the show hi so i'm chris <laughs> i'm an f-boy
1: <laughs> okay the challenge is your that's your pick this your yeah. top uh is that your pick for the year the tv show you have to watch
0: uh no because it's not over yet oh you'd have no okay <laughs> Um, I, I was going to mention this, but I mean, it just ended, so I don't want to spoil anything, but White Lotus, we finished White Lotus. Yeah. I do like it more than the first season. Okay. And I'm excited to see a third season. I don't know if it was the best show ever or whatever like that, but I think it's worth watching.
1: I think it is worth watching. It's got... I mean, it's got a little bit of the HBO quality to it, but sure, yeah. it's maybe not the best HBO show there is. Oh yeah, definitely not. It. Um. I I jumped into the season two, and I I enjoyed it, but mm-hmm. I' not super urgent to go watch season one. Uh, you really don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I feel.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Is that, is that your review for the shows so far?
0: Yeah. Uh, is a challenge. Is I'm gonna watch that forever.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're into the next year for sure. Um. One thing I've been enjoying that you i think like for a while now is I, I read another comic book called uh um dark knights of steel oh my god! finally got to it i've uh, been talking
0: about this forever
1: it, what, we're on like issue eight now and yeah still but going it takes on? like it takes like six months for an issue to come out Yeah, it's one of those things where they uh they know they have the fans so they're like we could take your time with this yeah it's it's very good man. it's really I'm good you, i've been telling you to read it <laughs> uh, if you don't know what it's like generally kind of like the synopsis it's like um uh, taking DC characters, right, mm-hmm. Superman, Batman, all the whole Justice League, and putting them in just like medieval times. Like, what if these characters existed right. in medieval times? Um, it's pretty fun how they like rework the characters to fit. I love it. Um, it feels like Game of Thrones in, in ways. For sure, there's uh, houses, right? There's uh, yeah. Was it the House of Steel? Like for so like the super House of L. House of L is what it's called, right? Like yeah. the, the Superman family. There's I don't I don't know. Would do you think it'd be too much of a spoiler to reveal like some of the things they twisted to to fit in for the story? I'll just say for now, give it a read. Like at first yeah. I read it once and I was like the first issue. I thought it was not for me. But if you just want some Elseworlds fun, this is a good read. It's so one of my favorite Elseworlds thing. Favorites, really? Well, yeah.
0: It's not even done yet. There's four more issues on the way. Um, but the artwork is great, and I love how they twist DC to fit in like uh, House of Dragons world.
1: Yeah, right. Because they are building like these families, these factions against each other. Yeah. That's the whole kind of world that they're building. Um, but it's not dropping their superpowers or anything like that. It's Oh yeah,
0: like Superman still flies.
1: Yeah, it's the cool look if you like imagine all these uh spandex, but make it, you know, medieval <laughs> tunics or whatever, yeah. suits of armor. Right. Batman looks awesome. Have you read uh, everything that's been out, just not the last issue, issue eight, haven't read yet. Okay, but good. it's good. I mean, if I'm seven issues in, it's, it's a good read, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I, I do want to like reveal a bit about okay. the, the If you don't want to get spoiled, you could stop us stop here, yeah. But yeah, I do want to get into it, okay? Get into it. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. The from the first issue, ready, we learned that it's not just Cal L that gets sent to Earth, it's also his parents. Right. Are also in the rocket ship and arrive in Earth in the Middle Evil Times, you know the yeah. Dark Ages or whatever, uh-huh. and it's pretty cool because it's these super powered aliens have to make the make a life for themselves. You know they're a three of a family that just want to make do, but they become elevated to become. At the start of the story, they're like the kings of the kingdom. Yes, king and queen, yeah. right? Pretty sweet deal. Uh huh. And they're uh, they have uh, another like Batman's like their like right hand knight. Right. Um. The there's um other factions, other um you know families. I think the The Black Lightning has a yeah, has a family. Jefferson um green arrow he, he looks like freaking robin hood so he fits into this world completely yeah. right there's um the amazonians there's the amazonians yeah they have their own world i think they still just call it the mascara or yeah. whatever yeah but um the workings of like them and communicating with the regular people it's like well, i mean like peasant people back then really had no power now they have even less power not that there's superheroes around <laughs> yeah <laughs> so there's like stark difference like can you trust these aliens that are not of us uh-huh. but they're the king and queen so like you kind of have to listen to them Can you stop them even in the first place so it's kind of that kind of drama
0: there's right? a lot more twist to like even within DC lore there's like twist to some characters yeah um, and I, I really like how like Constantine is in it Constantine. he's yeah. like he could predict the future and it's
1: almost like a curse right so like the magic yeah. magic wielding characters totally fits for this era right sure like, yeah the the mystical side of the wizard witches and wizards of medieval times yes yeah. kind of fits in place and to have like a Constantine kind of a fun character there too. Mm-hmm. Uh he's really cool in it, right? He's kinda of like a bystander. Really like it. Yeah. Um I'm I'm enjoying it. I would give it a read. Uh to like follow up on that, I learned about something pretty cool in DC that I have just learned about. Have you heard of Twilight of the Superheroes? No. Have you ever heard of that? So this is a totally different thing now, but kind of related. This was a uh, kind of a proposal that Alan Moore made to DC back in 87. And it's a cool thing where he would, um, he's writing it where the like two decades into the future where there's like a house of steel is what it's called it's like a the superhero family superman supergirl and then he marries wonder woman and then they have like a family and there's like different factions and families also there of like but it's not medieval time it's not medieval times it's the future actually and it's 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 interesting because it's superman's family versus the marvel family captain marvel uh shazam, shazam. yeah okay. it, they're called the house of thunder and then there's other families too the house of lantern there's like the regular people that have no super hours like the Batman's. Okay. And then there's also like that so
0: this come out or is this just a proposal? This is
1: just a proposal that's never gonna uh, come out. True. But it was a super uh, fun read. or uh, I wanna read it. You should uh I think it's online. They actually leaked it online. Like it's like his like whole written thing out. Yeah. And then there's a lot of videos. it's easier too. But uh, some people say that Kingdom Come might have stole ideas from this to to mm. make it so it does kind of feel that way. Yeah, this is super,
0: like in the future.
1: Super uh, Superman fighting a, a younger um a new Shazam hero. in a okay, way yeah. like they're feuding at the start of the thing and what's fun is they're like they're merging their families they I think he has like supergirl marrying like Marvel jr or kid Marvel whatever his character is, is but they're merging the families together and then the rest of the world is like angry like the most super powered families are gonna merge, and we ha- will have no fight in the game anymore and then so that's the other drama
0: okay and then they buy Twitter
1: they buy Twitter right exactly <laughs> uh too much power in one place john constantine is the bystander that we're listening oh, to through cool. the whole thing so uh I, I did just remind me of something that i, I learned recently it's kind of similar right these other all these people finding each other in the marvel uh, in the dc universe um, but give that a look if you uh, guys are interested in dc like That sounds cool. The quote-unquote lost works of the world. Yeah. 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 Pretty cool.
0: So you know how like DC, um, what is it, Final Crisis kind of like ended their multiverse?
1: Yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earths or?
0: Uh, Well, that, yeah, that kind of like put everything together, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think they were kind of doing the opposite again and re-expanding with all these um, Elseworlds stuff. I think um, like uh, Dark Knight's Metal yeah that was one yeah that <laughs> went too, way too long
1: one of what I want to add also is like these big companies don't know how to come up with good names of things <laughs> Dark Knights of Steel Dark Knight Metals it sounds too similar okay yeah but I know the difference it's it's too similar these guys are bad at it I think they're gonna start doing a,
0: a multiverse again yeah so like that and Batman Who Laughs and uh, that in
1: its place was already a multiverse yeah Right.
0: Dark Knights of Steel so like I think eventually we're gonna lead to another collision. Of multiverses,
1: I, it's fun uh, the first time around. But if yeah. we're always doing that, it's if it's a cycle. Isn't there then like it a boring. future one, future state? Yeah, future state. Yeah, something like that uh they'll they'll collide one day um, i mean if we're doing that if it's good it's good but it's like it's, if it's good it's good <laughs> they're just recycling things ideas that was really fun the first time around right like, sure it's not if we if everything's a crisis you're right we don't need a future batman yeah right. Russia. <laughs> everything's a crisis <laughs> nothing's a crisis you know yeah. okay that's my my vote
0: Merry crisis <laughs> All right. Uh, You have anything else you want to add? That's it. That's it. Yeah, me too. Uh, The challenge. Uh, Guys, if you haven't already, please don't forget to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. And if you can, please leave a review. That helps us the most in this time of giving and sharing. Uh, And it costs you nothing. And I know you're spending a lot on gifts.
1: That's true. If you also want to uh, give us another gift, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Reader Copy Podcast. Uh, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and all that. All right, we'll be back next week with our last episode of the year. Till then, can you hit it with the outro? If you like what we ought to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. See ya!